This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. This Torah class is brought to you by torahanytime.com. Let me ask a question, and a brilliant question that's been asked. We live in a world where Judaism has experienced such regrowth in the last 30, 40, or 50 years. And many groups think that it's their rabbi who takes the credit for it. Recently, well not, no, not so recently actually, a while back, there was a bris, there was a circumcision feast. And <clears throat> what happened was, it was very interesting, the daughter of a very famous Ashkenazic rabbi married the son of a very famous Hasidic Rebbe. Specifically, it was the bris of a shared grandson of Rav Moshe Hevroni, who was the chief rabbi of the yeshiva of Hebron, which is considered like the Harvard of yeshivas in Israel, and the Gera Rebbe. Rabbi Cheskel Sana was asked to be the guest speaker. On this joyous occasion, which was being celebrated by two very prominent families in Israel, many, many descendants of Torah giants from the last hundred years were in the audience, including descendants of the Chavetz Chaim, the altar of Slobodka was a major figure in the pre-war yeshivas of, uh, of Europe. The altar of Novartic, another significant figure. The vision of Rebbe's descendants, the Gerer Hasidic dynasty was also represented. During his address, Rabbi Sana made the following remarkable statement. And he said the following, Everyone in this room believes that his grandfather did the most for the nation of Klal Yisrael, for the Jewish people in the last hundred years. And you wouldn't be faulted if you felt that way. The Chafetz Chaim, the chief rabbi of Navarak, the altar of Navarak, the altar of Slabatka, all had many, many students and established many prominent yeshivas after their, their passing. So did the great rabbis of the Hasidic world. And they all had descendants in the audience listening to this speech. And he said to them, I know that you're proud of your great-great-grandfather or grandfather, but I'll tell you, it's none of you. It's none of them. Everyone in the room gasped. I'll tell you more, the rabbi said. The person who did the most for the Jewish nation in the last hundred years never even learned a page of Gemara. And the audience was now spellbound. I'll tell you even more, Rabbi Sarnas says, when I mention the name of this person, you will all agree with me that this person did the most for the Jewish people in the last hundred years, and no one will even fight me on that. And now he blurted out the answer, and he said, Her name, Sarashnira. Not his name. One expected to hear the name of a rabbi. And everyone in the room smiled and agreed. Why? Sarah Shnira was the legendary founder of the Beis Yaakov movement. A seamstress from Krakow, she observed how many Jewish girls were no longer interested in preserving their great Jewish heritage, being lured by the magnetic pull of the secular revolution in pre-war Europe. With the support and blessing of great Torah leaders at the time, including the Chavetz Chaim, the Gerer Rebbe, and many other great rabbis, Sarashina created a network of schools to educate young Jewish women. Those schools inculcated their students with Torah values and an appreciation of those who study Torah and motivated the girls to teach others what they learned. Without her efforts, it would have been impossible for the Jewish nation to have ever survived. Therefore, this woman did the most for the Jewish people in the last century. Not a man, but a woman. Now, one of the things I have to tell everyone is that in order to be able to make sure that you build a great home, you have to always remember one thing. Your attitude has to be positive. Your attitude has to be one of gratitude. 
Several weeks ago, we read in the chapter of how the Jews rebelled against Moshe. They wanted meat. And they, and they were now upset. They wanted meat. And these are people that had herds of cows. They were just a pretext in order to create a fight. And suddenly Moshe, who had represented their interests and constantly defended them and defended them in front of God, time and time again in the desert, when uprisings like this happened, he said, no more, I'm done, I'm done. I can't represent them anymore. And he said to God, I'm done. And God said, I'll make a nation through you. He says, God, I'm done. What happened here? And something interesting. Why was Moshe incapable at the time of defending them? And the reason is, because Moshe was an Ishtov. He was a man who only saw good. He couldn't fathom how anyone could complain against Hashem for any reason whatsoever. When we look at our lives and all the blessings that we have, whether it's material, spiritual, family, personal, professional, how can we not sit there in awe and thank Hashem to no end for all the good? As a matter of fact, in that parsha, his father-in-law comes to visit him, Yitro. And Moshe tries to cajole him to come, and come with them to Israel. And he tells him like this, with the goodness of which Hashem will benefit us, will do good for you. Within one sweep, he said the word good five times. Moshe Rabbeinu was trained in one thing, positive speech. And positive speech has to be the key for us in establishing a great dating relationship and establishing a great Jewish home. And we have to be careful who influences us. Who is influencing us, especially when we get married? How dangerous it is if we're not careful with the people that are influencing us. Because if we're not careful, unfortunately, there could be an insidious effect. I'd like to share a story that I once shared many, many uh, months back, but it, it bears worth repeating, about how a woman who came from a great home allowed herself to be duped, unfortunately, allowed her, her, her life to come apart and be fractured, and then was able to have a salvation at the end, but not without paying a serious price tag. And she writes, I hesitate to tell this story because it hurts me so much. It contains details that I would prefer to forget and certainly not to publicize. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.